It's all right. You're with me. That's true. Take it slow. The drugs so are still wearing off. I was with the fireflies, and then what drugs? They were running some tests on you, and some others. Turns out there's a whole lot more like you. People that are immune. Dozens of them. The doctors, they couldn't make any of it work. They've actually stopped. <laughs> I know, it's very intrusive thoughts. They've stopped looking for a cure. Are people hurt? Yes. She knows. She doesn't have to ask. She knows. Oh, yeah, <laughs> clearly. She was the first to die. And then it was Tess. Oh, that's not on you. Look, on sometimes her. things don't work out the way we hope. I feel like a list. You can feel like, like you've come to an end. And you don't know what to do next. But if you just keep going, you find something new to fight for. And maybe that's not what you want. Swear to me. Swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true. I swear. Wow. Building this foundation already. Ugh. Not on trust. Just happened so easily. So easily. He 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 did he lied to protect her. I'm not saying that's a great thing. Okay. Welcome back to New Rock Stars. The finale of The Last of Us season one is finally here. Episode nine, <laughs> look for the light. What a wild ride this season has been, and this episode is no exception. Mm -mm. This is The Break Room, our daily show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news that you need to know. And today, we're talking about all season one finale of The Last of Us. So wipe away those tears and save your questions about morality and ethics for the end as we dive into this episode. I'm Jessica Clemens, not Carl's Winslow. I know you think I am. I am not. We'll get into the outfits in a little bit. We'll explain that hours from now. Yeah. Well, I'm not Carl Winslow, I'll tell you that much. Or Steve Harvey. Who are you? I'm Jessica Clemens. <laughs> Jessica Clemens, and with me today is Brandon Barrick. Oh, hello. And Anna Vanston. I need the battery, Tess. Oh, what a, a single battery. A single, a single double battery. A. Powers a car right here. It's true. It's true. Uh, in my pocket. Uh, well, we can't wait to dive into this episode and talk more about it and the whole season in general. But we want to remind you to check out nerdriot.shop, where you can still grab the Last of Us inspired sh shirt, Lost in the Darkness. And check out the link in this video's description where you can also grab this jacket from Huckberry. Mm -hmm. It's the same jacket that Joel wears on the show. Well, not the exact same one. He's got his own version. But Huckberry sells this jacket. Uh, so if you wanna, if you wanna dress like Joel, if you wanna get that Joel fit for the summer, get this nice warm jacket from Huckberry. Check out the link in the show's uh, description to check that out for yourself. Now, as a reminder, as we go through the first part of this episode today, we're gonna be as spoiler-free as possible. We're not gonna talk about. Uh, uh, things from the video game that weren't in the show, or talk about uh, part two of the video game or where the stories goes. We're just gonna stick about what we saw on the show uh, this first season. We recommend if you haven't played the games, avoid reading the comments, and if you're in the comments, don't be spoiling everything, okay? Uh, there's a lot of stuff set up for season two throughout this series, uh, but we'll, we'll have a big warning before we get into all that talk at the end of this episode. So for now, you're safe. 
You're safe with us. It was Raiders, okay? Don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. This episode opens on a pregnant Ellie's mom no, sprinting no, through no, the woods. No, no, That's right. Uh, longtime Last of Us fans will recognize that Anna is played by Ashley Johnson, the voice actor of Ellie from the games, also from Critical Role, also from a, a bigger part in the first Avengers, Avengers movie that got cut out, yeah. uh, but she's still featured in the film. She makes her way to a two-story farmhouse, once again, hearing the howl of an infected in the distance. We've had so little infected people these last mm-hmm. few episodes. Yeah. Uh, you almost forget that they're still out there. Uh, but we open on one this time, and it's pretty harrowing. Yes. Anna enters the house and calls out for the rest of the fireflies, but no one is uh, there. I was uh, like, hey, you're right. Oh, God, this is stress-inducing. As the sound of the infected grows closer, she manages to make her way up the stairs, but her water breaks. And if you're an idiot like me, you were like, what is that? (laughs) Anna goes into what looks like a child's bedroom and barricades the door with a chair. Between her pained breathing, we hear the sound of something entering the house. She pulls out a familiar-looking switchblade for protection. Mm, call back. The infected burst through that door and scrambles towards Anna. This is probably one of the top 10 worst things that happen while giving birth. Yes. Maybe number one, because you're not expecting this. Right, I right. mean, honestly, she gave, she actually popped the thing out with I such mean, ease that I'm like, well, I, I was like, consider it. The, uh, yeah, the adrenaline. I was like, maybe someone yeah, yeah. needs to pop under the bed and scare you and then if, it shoots yeah. out. If you or your partner are going to be having a child soon, hire someone to burst into the room. Right yeah. as right as the baby's coming out, it'll make the baby coming out seem Water much slide, easier. Baby. I'm gonna kill you! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> she it it literally pounces on Anna. Oh it like gosh. literally is throwing She's like stuck itself. there. Ugh. It's behind. You're trapped between a, a murderous cordyceps and a wall, yeah. honey. And you're giving birth. Uh. Honey. She struggles to re- honestly worse than House of the Dragon. Where's the oh, house of the dragon? That was some brutal birth scenes. Yes, I don't was. know. She struggles to reach her knife while trying to avoid getting bit. She finally grabs and kills the infected, stabbing it multiple times. That's right. But during the scuffle, Anna has given birth to Ellie. Oh, who, needs, who needs a water birth? Oh, I mean, it. I cried. I, this was just, a, that little baby was so adorable. I can't just wait. Reaching out. Can't wait to have three. Uh, she takes a second in all of this new life uh, and then looks at her thigh to see that she was bitten by the infected during the struggle. Uh, and she quickly realizes that the baby is still attached via the umbilical cord, which she cuts quickly, ties it off, picks up the baby. Anna comforts Ellie as she lets out another series of cries. And Anna says, you fucking tell him, Ellie. Oh, just yeah. so good. I'm going to cry just thinking about it. It was just beautiful. Uh, just like so good. And well, knowing everywhere that Ellie's been since then, it's just like. Oh, uh, I <laughs> Just get ready. Um, Marlene and a few other fireflies finally arrive. <laughs> I love it. She's like, sorry, we're late. Yeah, sorry. Stuff your sorry's in a sack. Girl, I'm not trying to be that person, but I'm pregnant. (laughs) Not anymore, you're not pregnant. Marlene should have been there already. (laughs) She leads them through the back of the house and see the smashed window that the infected enter through and make their way up the stairs. We hear Anna softly singing Aha's The Sun Always Shines on TV. Ellie's love for Aha is in her blood, and I I love it. Her tape is probably her mom's tape. Don't don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. You're going to make us... You're going to start crying again. I know, I know. Marlene calls out to her and there's no answer. Marlene makes her way to the bedroom and slowly pushes open the door, her flashlight revealing the dead infected, Mm. as well as Anna holding baby Ellie. Anna removes the knife that she's holding up against her neck. We see a small mark, enough to draw blood, but not enough to kill her. She was likely ready to kill herself, which again, top 10 worst things, like having to stab yourself to death. Knowing that you're turning and you'd be like, Mm -hmm. I got to save this baby. Oh my gosh. And not knowing when they're coming back. Right, right, yeah. Or if they're ever coming. 
coming back. She's right? so lucky. They ha- Marlene is so lucky she held out that long. Like, I was like, it's yeah. dark yeah. now. I would have thrown myself out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened there. Okay, either way. We see the infection spreading on her thigh. Anna reassures Marlene that it's not her fault, while Marlene tries to explain that they were delayed getting out of the QZ, placing this house near Boston. But Anna is all business, saying mm-hmm. Ellie needs to be fed. She doesn't want to nurse her because... She's infected. Which is <laughs> kind of how 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 were they gonna feed? How are they gonna feed? There's probably Ellie? like a formula, formula right? I mean, so there's probably a formula. Yeah. There are potentially like other women who are also oh, no, yeah. have given birth Honestly, recently and are able to give milk. You probably make so much money in the QZ if yeah. you're a woman that's breastfeeding and you have milk to supply other people. Yeah. Holy, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, either way. <laughs> there's your plan. <laughs> My new job: become pregnant 24 seven. <laughs> Importantly, Anna stresses... <laughs> stop, this is a sad part. Okay. Importantly, Anna stresses to Marlene that she cut the umbilical mm. cord before she was bit, which is a damn bold-faced lie. It's a good lie, though. It's she a had good to. Lie. She had to. I mean, we do know she was bit in the leg, right? And that chart was like... We know that's multiple hours, double-digit hours for the infection to get kind of that far well, to, to get spread. to the brain. Right, right to but get to it's the a lot closer to the sword. stomach, but it's got to go through the bloodstream and then get into the digestive stream. I don't know. Mm. I don't know baby science, folks. Uh, but I, I think this I'm is no like, baby scientist. I'm no baby scientist, but I think this calculated risk paid off because she's got that immunity. Yeah, dog, that's you know true. I mean? Oh, you're keeping noted. She asked Marlene to take her to Boston and to find someone to raise her, and I guess Marlene decided the school for fascists was truly the best option. With Ellie in her hands, Marlene refuses to kill Anna. She begs, screaming after Marlene as she leaves the room, and this scene tore uh, me apart. I mean, Oh, God, I couldn't. Oh, my God. I wish I could have fast-forwarded through this, but I have to watch this for you guys. Marlene passes baby Ellie off to one of the other fireflies and then returns in total darkness, literally stomping down the hallway to quickly shoot Anna. The gunshot causes Ellie to cry, and Marlene returns to hold and comfort her. I was so pissed because she handed off Ellie and she was like, something like, hold hold her with both hands or support her hand or something. And she goes back and this guy's just like... And he shows like cover cover her ears. Cover the ears. That's what it was. Guy doesn't even move. This guy, I hope he got reprimanded by the fireflies. You had one job. Go downstairs. And let this child hear her mother get killed. That, and then I was like, okay, the baby, like in a quiet place i'm like yeah. okay the baby's gonna sound off and alert other cortisone right, right. so i was like please you guys uh, keep this in mind uh, someone teach these men how to raise a child okay it's modern day folks we got a modern day ellie who's lost in thought while sitting in the back of a pickup truck on the highway towards salt lake city she's just coming off the events of david but it's weighing on her right joel tries to get her attention after scavenging <laughs> he found a can of chef Boyardee, her favorite and then game boggle and he wants to show her he's like an excited dad he's so happy but she is not having it She's remaining distant, and not even the fact that Joel offers to teach her how to play guitar can really hold her attention. Though this is like the most probably honest, like uh, dad-child moment when you when your father tries to teach you something that they're passionate about. You're like, oh, I don't care, loser. Okay, boomer, take your guitar somewhere else, buddy. That relatable moment where your daughter has PTSD and is disassociating. <laughs> Very relatable. relatable. Your daughter just killed someone. Relatable. You're trying to have fun, and she can't get over it. Let's grow up It'd already. Be like that sometimes. <laughs> While this is the warmest we've seen Joel since the first episode, is the most attached we've ever seen Joey, mm. who's Ellie, who's one of our most empathetic characters. She's just like, I mean, she's shook. She's 14 years old. This is a lot. Even in a, a, a post-apocalyptic world, that's all she's known. This is a lot. Yeah. Ellie identifies the classic Joel plan of finding a skyscraper to go up and look around to get their bearings. And the two make their way up to a decrepit building in Salt Lake City. Joel spies a ladder through a hole in the floor above them. This is a very video gamey moment. Uh, when looking to give Ellie a boost, we see her again zoning out, 
Joel tries to check with her, uh, saying she seems extra quiet today. After Ellie apologizes, Joel doesn't press the point. We get a classic game moment as he boosts Ellie to the next floor. She starts to lower the ladder, but something catches her attention, causing her to drop the ladder on Joel. <laughs> which again, I'm like, Ellie! Stop this! You're wild! He still has a stab wound. Yeah. He still has a stab wound. I was happy to get a little, uh, even a little bit of emotion out of her. And this is like the first bit we get is her excitement here. Um, He climbs up the ladder and is barely able to keep his eyes on her as she runs ahead, urging him to follow. And after a lot of running, which certainly must have been a killer on Joel's knees, (laughs) he climbs a final flight of stairs to give us one of the most iconic images from the game, the giraffe. I love the giraffe moment. Real giraffe? Real giraffe? So, uh, and they were close to it. It looked really real. They did it because the real giraffe. No, I think. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna make just a little argument. I think it might be maybe a mixture of CGI. Yeah, there's some CGI. Uh, I mean, of course, of course. But I think maybe they. There was rumors that they went to a zoo and that giraffe eating the plant out of the hand. You can't tell me that CGI. Maybe I need to watch it. A little mixture. I I think it's maybe a mixture of a real giraffe and and CGI. The background of it was uh, in the nicest way possible. Really bad because I remember. (laughs) that's fine. Looking at the output, but it blended with the giraffe's head, and that's oh, why I okay. don't think the giraffe is Okay, real. okay. <laughs> but well, keep going. Regardless, that moment is such a good moment, because I feel like, to me, the giraffe symbolizes, like, uh, a life worth living for Ellie. Mm. It's the first time she snaps out of this disassociation and PTSD um, trauma and uh, is, like, reminded why she should go, why she gets excited yeah. for life again. And what I extra love about this moment in the show is that while Ellie is so focused on the giraffe and what is worth fighting for to her. Joel, the entire time, is looking at Ellie, which is what is, that's what's worth fighting for for him. And it's this beautiful moment yeah. where they're both like just reminded of why they are still. You think fighting. Joel's thinking, like, that's a lot of meat on the giraffe? I was, my first thought <laughs> was, that giraffe. where's Ooh. the cougar? Where's the polar bear? Where's the other animal? The polar bear's in Antarctica. No, that's the thing. They put pole, there's a polar bear in the California Zoo. Right. That's well, he probably left. He was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, you think he's trying yeah, to find I'm out of here. I'm going back. weather? I'm going like, back. Hey, I'm going to travel. Probably around David's village. Oh, my God. And they probably mm-hmm. ate it. No, they prefer people. Did things to it. Keep going. <laughs> so, in a callback to their time in Boston, the two repeat their exchange while looking at the Boston skyline. So, is it everything you hoped for? Got its ups and downs. You can't deny that view. Is it everything you hoped for? Jury's still out. But man, you can't deny that view. Joel like kind of smiles and chuckles at that. That's oh. so sweet. Uh, Joel tries to level with Ellie. He tells her that there may be something bad out there. Using that as an out to say that they don't have to find the hospital. He's really slow playing this. This this totally reminds me of when. Uh, they were kind of meeting up with Tommy and Jackson, and you could see Ellie being like, I don't like this. I'm losing this dynamic. I'm going to lose Joel to this new thing. Joel's feeling like, I'm going to lose Ellie to whatever this new thing is. This was the whole end goal, and now we're here. The months have passed, but I don't want it to go away. I don't want to leave Ellie. Second guessing is uh, real. Ellie pushes back, saying, after everything they've done, it can't be for nothing. And this is so like Joel, where like a strong, confident woman tells him the business, and he takes it. Like, we saw this with Tess, where, like, he didn't want to leave Tess. And Tess is like, you save this girl, you get her, you get her to Colorado, you do what has to be done. And he's like, you got it, boss. I think Joel And, like, Ellie's done this, yeah, Ellie's done this before to him, where she takes a firm hand with him. I mean, this was him wrapped up in the blanket, ready to die. She gives him a knife and says, you got to kill these guys. I got to go, okay? And he does it. So 
So right here, like when he's ready to back out and he's hoping Ellie will say, what? you know what, you're right, we don't got to be here, let's go. She's like, no, we got to do this. It's got to mean something. And not and he, only he takes that. Not only does she say after everything we've done, she then follows it with after everything I've been through. Yeah. And he can't argue with that. He's put her through a lot. I mean. Yeah, after what he told Tommy, he's like, I made her, she had to kill a guy because of me. Well, even things that weren't his fault, the David thing mostly. I feel like that's fault. really yeah. what she's like. Right, she's right. like, I. But yeah. he takes responsibility for it, right? He's like, it's my fault and I got a baseball bat shoved in my abdomen. <laughs> and you had to deal with that. I should have be been like better. That. I should have been better. Uh, back on the ground, the two make their way through an abandoned army medical camp. It prompts Joel to open up about his past, uh, as he had been in one of those in the early days of the outbreak because of uh, the wound weaves that was called out on his ear earlier. You know, someone he said he was like shot at and missed. Uh, Ellie mentions that guy who shot at him and missed, right? And Joel reveals that the man who shot and missed was in fact Joel himself. Oh boy, uh, Joel tried to unalive himself in the early days of the pandemic. Uh, Joel indulges Ellie in some shitty puns uh, from No Pun Intended, Volume 2. Uh, but behind them, a man stealthily tosses a flashbang, and they get knocked to the ground. This guy was camping around the corner, folks. Mm. Classic Call of Duty technique. It was such a game move, but then I was also like, why did you throw that? <laughs> I mean, they don't want to kill, they they kill yeah. them, but it, it was just so cartoony to be like... Right? I mean, if you if you call out and you're like, hey... Hey, you there. They could turn hey. around and start blasting hey, or something. Yo. Hey, hey, yo. Hey. Welcome to Salt Lake City. Have <laughs> uh, you heard of uh, the Book of Mormon? Um, <laughs> so one of them grabs Ellie and she shouts for Joel, who's swiftly knocked out with the butt of a gun. Another classic video game moment to get you from one section to another. You get yeah. knocked out, you wake up somewhere else. Mm. There you go. Joel comes to Lane in a hospital bed, seeing spray-painted Firefly logos as his vision comes back into focus. And who is there to greet him but Marlene? Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> welcome home, Joe. Who <laughs> we haven't seen in a very long time. Haven't seen her since episode one? Yeah. Like Tess, I was like... We're only going to get them for so little time. Whatever. Joel immediately asks where Ellie is. Marlene tells him that she's safe but being prepped for surgery. Marlene slowly explains that their doctor believes that the cordyceps has grown with Ellie since birth, producing a chemical messenger that makes normal cordyceps think he, she's also a cordyceps, thus making her immune. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Insane! Wow. The plan to make the cure, the doctor is going to remove the cordyceps from her, multiply the cells in the lab, and produce the chemical messengers. This could be the cure they've been searching for this entire time. But... Joel knows cordyceps grows in the brain. That's right. And Marlene knows this too. So this surgery will kill Ellie. Mm. I wonder if these like cordyceps messengers in her brain is maybe what makes Ellie more interested in violence than most Mm. people. Mm. Maybe just adds a little flavor of, ooh, interesting violence. That's a very interesting uh, uh, Maybe Joel has a cordyceps then. Uh, Because Joel has been stabbing people in the face. Yes, yes. There are are parasites that act like that. Uh, One uh, notably... The one for the ants. One that goes through like cats and rats, basically. Uh, If you're a pregnant woman, you're not supposed to have the kitty litter. Toxic plasmosis. It gets into a rat and makes the rat unafraid of cats. So the rat gets near a cat. The cat eats the rat, and now the toxic plasmosis is in the cat where it wants to be. Comes out in the feces, rat eats the feces, cycle continues. So you're telling me if I eat feces, I won't be afraid of cats anymore? Well, what can happen is, is this could get into your brain, Jessica, and it could start to alter your personality. And there are theories that like toxic plasmosis in humans can make them more violent or tend to be a little more wild or change how they process. We all are currently affected by parasites, viruses, and bacteria oh living in our bodies. 
multiplying, <laughs> affecting the way we Brandon. act. They've co-evolved with us for millions of years, folks. It also harkens back to what we were talking about last week. Is she Could she infect someone? If, it, if it's alive in her still, and it's just not infecting her body, she could should, she give it to someone she else? She should try to bite someone. She should just bite an asshole uh, and see what happens. Someone. Bite an asshole? Well, bite someone who is an asshole. Bite them on their asshole. I don't know. I'll bite the asshole. I'll take one for the team. Marlene tells Joel that Ellie wasn't informed. Because why would they tell her? Why would they ask her? Why would you why would you ask? Yeah. So she'll have no fear and there won't be any pain. Joel demands to be taken to her and is decked by a guard. Oh, buddy. Marlene tells her guards to walk him out to the highway with his pack, to give him Ellie's knife, and that if he tries anything, to shoot him. This is classic James Bond evil bad guy behavior. Should have just killed him right then, Marlene. Mm -hmm. That was your first mistake. Two guards usher Joel out of the hospital room. R.I.P. guys. They walk him down the decrepit hospital hallway. This guy has got to be one of the dumbest guys in the whole show. Marlene should have warned them that. I mean, she say, she knows what he's capable yeah, of. Right. And I thought I thought about that when the guy was like, "Keep walking," because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "You're kind of afraid of this." If this man. guy's like kind of slowing down, he's uh, he's gonna pull something on yeah. you. Like, be careful. As they lead him down the stairwell, Joel spins around, punching a guard in the face. Joel grabs his gun and shoots both of them, hitting the guard who was ordering him around in the leg. Joel asks him where Ellie is, to which the guard says, Fuck you! That's Ellie's line. You can't yeah, take yeah. Ellie's Ellie's line. Yeah, yeah. I was says that to me, so Joel kills him. <laughs> he doesn't have time for this BS, and we hear cries of alarms come out over the dead guard's radio. Joel retrieves Ellie's knife off one of their bodies and heads back into the hospital. Jesus, in an incredible action montage, and I love this. I watched this, and then I watched John Wick, and I said, what's the difference? What's the damn difference? Joel blasts his way back through the hospital, murdering the fireflies left and right in cold blood. We And we get one more giraffe illusion. Oh, okay. I don't know if y'all saw this. He's going down the pediatric uh, hallway, mm-hmm. and there are little animals all over the wallpaper. Right, right. We see oh. some monkeys. We see a little hippo, but there is a little blurry giraffe oh, in the okay. background. That, that reminded me, too, of like when they find the, the little high out underneath Kansas City where they've like kind of painted the wall so like joyous and happy but this is an evil dark place right as he's making his way through this pediatric surgery wing right the music is like a darker take on the show's theme it's giving us like evil it's giving us menace is Joel the bad guy here have the tables turned in a way we're not comfortable with I don't know uh so he makes his way into the operating room and he sees a doctor and two nurses hovering over Ellie who is sedated in a hospital gown Making his way inside, Joel watches them remove the oxygen mask from her. He surprises the group, telling them to unhook her. I thought it was really weird they didn't have a guard for this room, but that's totally fine. Uh, The doctor steps forward, grabbing a surgical tool. He says he won't let Joel take her. Brave move, my guy. Uh, Yeah, what you gonna do? You said you would do no harm, and you're about to harm Joel, but I see your point. Joel doesn't waste a second. Doesn't even hear him out. Shoots him, causing the nurses to scream. This time they listen when he asks him to unhook her. They free Ellie from the medical apparatus and bandage her arm. Joel keeps the gun trained on the nurses, telling them to turn around, which they do. He lifts Ellie out of the bed as he walks away with her arms. We get a close-up of the doctor that Joel shot, who's bleeding from the gunshot in his head. And as he's carrying her away, I feel like there's a really good setup shot as, he, as he's looking down yes. that echoes his moment with Sarah uh, in the first episode. Uh, it's just like, uh, He makes it down uh, to, to the parking garage and he walks towards a car with a battery attached to it, <laughs> getting charged up. From around the corner, we hear Marlene's voice saying, you can't keep her safe forever. Marlene asks what he thinks Ellie would choose, that she would probably want to do what's right and that Joel knows that. We cut to a tired-looking Joel driving down a country road. For a second, we're with him until we hear a tiny exhale. In the rearview mirror, we see Ellie still in the hospital scrubs, laying in the back seat. He didn't leave her behind. He took her with him, of course. 
Joel comforts her as she comes to her senses. He tells her the drugs are wearing off, and it shows. With Ellie slow to come to, seemingly the last thing she remembers just being with the fireflies, she asks, what drugs? Becoming clear that she didn't know that she would be operated on. She was like, slipped something mm. uh, without her knowledge. Joel musters himself up for the hard conversation that he does not have because he lies. And he tells her they are running tests on her and dozens of other immune people exist, but the doctors couldn't make any of it work. And they've stopped looking for a cure. This is all great BS to give Ellie. Uh, on screen, we see Marlene lower her gun and approach the two of them. And then she gets shot by Joel. I don't know how he managed to sneakily get that gun ready, uh, but he did a great job. Great upper body strength by Joel. He He's like really shown it this whole series. One hand lifting her little calf, <laughs> and then just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like the sneak attack they did in uh, in Django Unchained when he had the gun come out of the sleeve. They just like uh -huh. lifted the little leg. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so Ellie keeps asking questions. Joel keeps the lies going, saying that raiders attacked the hospital. They didn't have time to grab her clothes. They barely escaped. But I think Ellie's a. She's already suspicious about what's going on. She asks if people are hurt, to which Joel takes a second before finally replying yes, his first honest answer. When asked if Marlene is okay, Joel simply says, I'm taking you home. So he doesn't really give an answer there. Ellie, accepting this explanation or not, turns away from Joel in the backseat. With Joel not giving an answer is an answer. Eh? I mean, that's a very non-answer answer from Joel. He's in dad mode. Yeah. And dad's lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Uh, through all of this, we see what's actually played out happening in Joel's mind. He can't shake it. He's clearly very shook. He's the one who shot Marlene. Mm -hmm. uh, can't shake it, but he, he can't shake it. He shook. He can't, can't shake, shake that he shook, shook folks. Shook. Mm -hmm. uh, he shoots Marlene, lays Ellie in the back seat of the car uh, before he gets in the driver's seat. He hears Marlene coughing, trying to pick herself up. She begs for her life, but Joel said that she'd only come after Ellie, and she probably would. Uh. He shoots Marlene one final time. It'd be like that. We get a travel <laughs> montage, the car traveling. Look here. If it was my daughter, I'd do the same thing. That's right. That's my baby. <laughs> we get a travel montage, a car traveling through the winter Midwestern landscape, arriving in Wyoming. We get a close-up of Ellie looking at her infection, and Joel assesses that the car is broken down. <laughs> it, was, it was sputtering, smoke, and everything. <laughs> hey, I yeah, like, I think the car broke down. I was like, you think? You think? It was so funny. I was like, yeah, me, not a car person, can tell that. He tells Ellie that it's only about five-hour hike to Jackson. A five-hour <laughs> It's Jackson. a throwback, though, to episode three, four, whenever they're in the woods. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, five-hour hike, she says, we can manage. And he goes, get it? And I'm like, Jill, I get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, here with we've you. We've all been there, too. Like, we, we can see Ellie's perspective of, like, when you've had a rough confrontation with your parents, and they're just trying to move past it, and you're like, yeah, we can move past it. She it's also, fine. like, just came to... <laughs> And she's yeah. like, I'm confused. I'm still disoriented. You won't make me walk. Well, and she hates the idea of people being killed because of her. Yeah. And she doesn't know this full circumstances, but she knows that people died because of her. Yeah. Or, well, she thinks. Uh, well, she well, knows that people were hurt. So, yeah. If she never existed, Joel would have never killed all those people, I it's guess. True. As the two make the hike, Joel tells her about Sarah. He recalls her fondly, the most comfortable we've seen him be when talking about her, period. Yeah. Joel says that he thinks Sarah and Ellie would be friends because she's funny and also adds that Sarah's a little more preppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a little girly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the two get to the hill overlooking Jackson. Ellie tells Joel that she had to kill Riley after she got bit and she still holds that guilt. Mm. Guilt that seemingly would have been erased if she could have been the key to that cure. To Ellie, this was the first person to die on her journey and she starts recalling everyone else that has died so far like Tess and Sam and yeah. just added to a list of people she feels guilty for di for dying and it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her, her fault. Mom technically was the first person to die yeah. on her journey. She, yeah, technically started, her mom needs to be on the list. Way early. Way early. <laughs> Does... 
Yeah, she knows her mom was big. She didn't know much about her mother, and she asked if Marlene was her mother, so she had no idea if her mother was alive or dead. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay, no. Yeah. (laughs) Noted. Uh, Joel cuts her off saying it's not on her, saying things don't always work out. He relates her experience to his, how it can feel like you can come to an end and not know what comes next. But if you keep fighting, you'll find something to fight for. Ellie cuts him off. She asks him to swear to her that everything he Mm. said about the fireflies was true. Mm. And after a second, he says, I swear. Ugh. Ugh. Period. Ellie takes this in, mulling it over. She looks back at Joel and says, "Okay." And cut to the credits. Cut to the credits. Deadass. Oh my goodness. He said, and then it's one thing to be like yes or no, to be like, "I swear." I swear. <laughs> you can't even act like you vaguely said something. I mean, uh, okay. Well, let's just yeah. get into yeah, it all sorry. right now, okay? Yeah. There's two parts to my first question here. Okay. Did Joel make the right choice, and do you think Ellie believed the lie? Who wants to answer first if Joel made the I'll right choice? I'll say short. I'll say short, and then we can get into the yeah, long Yeah, yeah. Give me your short. Uh, did Joel make the right choice? No. <laughs> okay. What's your no. short answer, Anna? Did Joel make the right choice? No. And I would It's my also- short answer. Okay. It's the short answer, yeah. There's a long answer say, for Did he make the right choice? No. <laughs> but there's a long answer. But there's answer a long short. answer, too. There's a long Go answer. Go ahead and leave your comments now. No, <laughs> In the video, not? cut it off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm going to be making a longer video on this that dives into the psychology and all this good stuff, but I'm going to talk just my opinion Uh right now. Um, I, my longer, more elaborate answer is that from an outside perspective, there is not really a way that you can reason it away. Like it's not the right choice. That being said, I understand and empathize with his choice. I mean, you could also consider that this doctor isn't a doctor, right? Like we don't know who this guy is who claims to be a doctor if, if, Let me see your credentials. If you see it in the world and you're like, yeah, I was a brain surgeon. And they're like, prove it. And you just take a body and go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I guess that's what brain surgery looks like. I don't know. He's like, like I'm actually a man that owns a deli. <laughs> <laughs> I was a deli surgeon. Uh, yeah, but I was wondering where you were trying to shove uh, ham into her head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a ham surgeon. Uh, you familiar with the idea? I do thin slices. Because, um, uh, and again, like, even if this guy is a real brain surgeon and cuts it open, like. This might not even work, right? It might, it might not, not even work. work. It might not work. Uh, but, but yes. Who do you think Joel mm. did it for? Do you think Joel did it for Ellie or for him or for oh, I don't know? He did it else. for himself. It's, it was clearly it had to be himself. He's not saving Ellie. He loves her. Yeah. Like she was the one that was like, I need to do this. I need to do this. And mm-hmm. he's like, mm, Well, I can't let that slide. Mm-hmm. You're all I have. I think he's justified in saying like she didn't get a choice. And if you give another choice, I could maybe abide by I it. I still think but she would have done it. Even well, if Marlene yeah. was like, oh, we asked her, here's a tape recording of her saying it's okay. Joel would have stood been like, mm. She's yeah. a chalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that, well, well, if I was in his shoes, honestly, my biggest concern would be the consent part of it. Right. But one, I don't think he cares because no. one, he didn't stick around to wait until she woke up. To right, right. Hey, just to make sure you're okay. All right, go back to sleep. And two, I think the reason he tells her that they stopped looking for a cure is because he knows that she would go back if she if she yeah. did once now yeah, that yeah, she yeah, does yeah. have the choice. Yeah. So I don't think he actually cares about that aspect. I think this is completely selfish. Well, choice, that's, which that's, is very human. Well, it's that's part human. of the second thing, right? If we all kind of agree, Ellie doesn't buy it at all, right? No. Ellie's not buying it. No. So in theory, she could immediately be like, screw you, I know you're lying, I'm going back. Mm. But she's not going to because I think she also wants to live because she does have a reason to live. She's found of the family that she's so desperate for. Her yeah. biggest fear was being alone. And this man, this man would do whatever it takes to be with her. 
and she's not gonna. I, there's no. What's the point of living uh, yeah. in a world that's fine if if you don't even have that? And I think that's totally justified. The do you think Ellie believed the lie? I would say yes. And when I say yes, it's a long answer. I think it's more, <laughs> that's a long answer. I think it's more so. It's like this is the only person you can trust in the entire world right mm-hmm. now. Period. Tommy's right. gone. Like, I guess you can go back to Tommy. You didn't even like Tommy's wife. Like, yeah. it's all she knows is Joel, right? And I think you're right when it's like, this guy's protecting me. This guy's like, I'm following him. He's definitely my father figure. But I think she still knows that he's lying. But she's like, I'm not going. It's it's a weird, I don't know. There's probably a word for it to be like, I'm not going to go against what you said. Like, I trust you so much yeah. that I'm trying to believe you, but I know you're lying to me. But it's that it's still him. It's still Joel. It's her dad so it's like i think she i think she knows he's lying but i don't think she is this is this the prisoner's dilemma where joel knows that she knows he's lying but but as long as they have this this kind of fake agreement on the outside yeah they can move forward there's gonna be a time in the second season where someone's gonna be like do you believe him and be like she's gonna be like no <laughs> she's yeah. gonna i mean that that's totally possible like, right if someone from the outside asked she'd be like oh no this guy killed everybody no he, he did it. i think she desperately desperately wants it to be yeah. true yeah, but deep too. deep down she has doubts for right. sure I, to relate it, <laughs> there was one time where I had to get shots, right? Two shots for college. And I went, Whiskey I had to do a. and vodka. Nah, nah, nah. Needle shots. Uh, uh, it's needle funny. Shots. You went to liquor. I went to photo shoot. Uh. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Needles. And I had to get it at like a grocery store, which sucked. And so I was sitting and the dude gave me a Was it the it. produce department? It's, or listen. was this the deli doctor that did this? <laughs> oh, no. He's like, look here, I didn't wash my hands after stuffing this turkey. Oh, I woke up with cheeses in my pockets. Yeah, yeah. I was so confused. There's a bunch of toothpicks in this pocket. <laughs> I'm getting some pure You wake up with party toothpicks stuck out of your body? It wasn't a needle, it was a toothpick. <laughs> no, listen, there's more to this okay, story. Okay, there's more okay. to the story. I got the first shot, and then he was like, okay, up, up, up. we got to turn the chair around and get the other arm. And I was like, Bleh. and I got up, and I sat back down. And then he was about to get the second shot. I was like, well, I feel really fucking dizzy. Oh, no. And I pass out. And then I come to, and when I come to, he's like, all right, well, you're going to have to come back tomorrow to get your second shot. And I was like, why didn't you, you give didn't. it to me when I was passed out? Like, I hate needles. Oh, I would have rather. Oh. And so with Ellie, it's kind of like, I would I would think that. Like, oh, my God, you should have killed me when I didn't know I was going to be killed. Right. And oh, now, that, be a now that I'm alive. Like, yeah, like, yeah, now, now that you're I, presented with this golden option of having a yeah. happy life with Joel. Or you can go die. Right. You can go die if you want. I mean, my thing with, like, you know, all these zombie shows, like post-apocalyptic stuff, everyone's like, what, what, what's your plan? My plan's to fucking die immediately. Yeah, oh yeah. I do not oh, want to yeah. live in this post-apocalyptic oh, yeah. world. I, and that's an interesting idea you bring up, Anna, the idea that like, now that she has been taken out of this, this kind of clean option of like, just going to sleep and not knowing what happened, mm-hmm. now she's forced to be here. It's like, well, I better make some sort of tacit agreement with my reality that like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's fine <laughs> because I don't want to take the option of like, it would be really scary going back to, to face. Yeah. I mean, also, we can't rule out the fact that even if she went back, for all she knows, everyone's dead. The doctor's right. yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one else can necessarily do the operation yeah. now. I'm sure the two nurses that survived are going to tell the rest <laughs> of the fireflies about what <laughs> happened. I don't know what's going to happen Kill next. that Joel and that Ellie. <laughs> well, we got lots more to talk about with this episode. Uh, but first, we want to thank our sponsors for today, including Quip. Over the past couple of weeks, our friends at Quip asked you, yes, you, to vote for your favorite Last of Us character, Joel or Ellie. Whichever character received the most votes from the promo codes, Joel or Ellie, would be crowned the Quipocalypse winner. 
and Quip would be sending a special power-up to everyone who made a qualifying purchase using the winner's code. And the votes are in, folks. The Quipocalypse winner is Joel! That's why, That's why I'm dressed, we're dressed like, like this. this. Which, it's been 30 minutes into this episode. I get uh, that. Yeah, and we, you probably were very confused at why yeah. I look like we this. We waited a little too long. No, no, I think like, it was worth can it. Can you explain which Joel yeah, you well, are? Yeah, let's which, Joel, like, which Joel I'm are you? I'm the battery. So you're Joel. the battery. Which Joel are you? I'm first episode Joel. Okay, and I'm last uh, uh, Joel episode eight, who's under the blanket and is totally has to kill. Ready? <laughs> oh, my baby. Wait, wait, what's oh, that? My baby. What's that? What's, what's that in my oh, pocket? Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 no, 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 Joel and Joel action. I don't want. I don't like this Joel. Stop licking your crap. It's my hydro bag. I, I sold my pills, but I can still eat the residue. Isn't Pedro's hair kind of quaffed up, like neatly? No, What's... Pedro's hair looks like this. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm Pedro gonna... from The Mandalorian. Oh. oh. With his helmet all roughed up. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. This, right. is, this has been my contribution to the show. Thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. Thank you. All, thank you to all the Joels, and thank you to you. So be look out, be on the lookout for an email from Quip sooner than later if you voted for Joel. And if you missed the contest, no worries. Just go to getquip.com slash newrockstars, and you'll get 20% off any Quip water flosser, Quip toothbrush, or Quip gum starter kit. Their electric toothbrush is great. It has time sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses. Uh, to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. There's no wires or bulky charging to weigh you down. Uh, then they have this really awesome uh, water flosser that blasts away plaque and popcorn mm -hmm. with precision thanks to the 360-degree rotating magnet floss tip that snaps into place. And boy, this thing has got some... Oop, got let some... me hold it up. Let me hold it up. Don't, don't point it, it at me! Ah! <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's, Sorry, got, it's got a lot of power. Oh, God, I can't stop it. Did you get this? <laughs> You shot me directly in the You're eye. All right, you'll survive. You'll survive. You'll survive the Quipocalypse. Don't worry. And there's also sugar-free gum. It helps prevent cavities and fresh of breath with when you chew it for 20 minutes or you chew it for 20 minutes after eating. This is great. Sugar-free. Clean your breath. Clear it all up. The first season of The Last of Us might be over, but the fight to, against tooth decay never mm -hmm. ends, folks. Amen. Quip wants to know what is the one item you would need for the apocalypse. Just tag new rock stars and Quip in your Instagram post and show us what you would need for the apocalypse. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Animals. Maybe take your water flosser to fend off the cordyceps. You saw what it could do to a human eye. Imagine what it could do oh, to yeah. an infected person's You could clean uh, your eyes with it. Uh, fungus growth. Do not shoot this in your eyes. Absolutely do not shoot this in your eyes. If I choose something, it's a tongue scraper. Oh, okay. Because uh, I'm a person that cares about my dental hygiene. Period. Tongue scrapers are great because, yeah, it gets all that bacteria mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, you can be featured on our pages, so make sure you are following and subscribe uh, to both New Rockstars and Quip. Also, head on over to getquip.com slash newrockstars right now. Right now to get 20% off off. Uh, to get 20% off any Quip water flosser, Quip toothbrush, or Quip's gum starter kit, that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash new rock stars. New rock star! Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Mm. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleep through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. Ooh. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. 
Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. So my second question for you both today, how did you take the explanation of Ellie's immunity? Did we even need an explanation in the show? This is something that was new from the game, right? They didn't really get into this in the game. Uh, as far as like where her immunity comes from, oh, so I'm completely wrong about that. Are you talking about like how it, the cordyceps are in the brain? What, more, well, showing showing the moment that essentially created the immunity oh, for Alex. Yeah, and I think that was probably the best way to do it is by introducing her mom. Right. Doing doing the entire thing with her mom. I it, it made us realize like also the knife, like seeing the actual knife that calls yeah. but just like feeling that moment for Anna and then feel seeing how much she is actually like Ellie. Right. Was so nice for storytelling purposes, but also really needed for understanding how Ellie is immune. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we did joke about it, like video game players when she's kind of running through the woods might recognize some of the like uh, uh, like grunts, mm-hmm. the Ellie grunts you would get in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the voice was very familiar. Very familiar. Very it familiar. took me a minute because uh, I'm an idiot. I was like, that's Ashley Johnson, right? <laughs> it wasn't because her eyebrows were so dark. Her, yeah, yeah, her hair was so dark. One thing that did kind of concern me was that Marlene would know pretty much now how the immunity got passed on Ellie. So it's like, is there not going to be like a farm where people are buying? Well, that's I, what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping. But I genuinely think Marlene believes that she cut the umbilical cord before. before. It happened. And that's right. honestly, I'm not to be a person. That's a stupid thing to think. I would be like, let's try maybe. Well, I think Marlene cord. needs to think that to keep this yeah. baby alive. Yeah. To keep the other she people who have seen this. Yeah, that's true. And I, I also, you know, we kind of talked about why, you, we joked about Marlene throwing her into a Fedra school. I think it was just to keep her away from the Fireflies because the Fireflies were dangerous. They're deemed as a terrorist group by these, like, fascist overlords. Mm-hmm. So if, if they're ever caught, this baby would be either killed or wind up at a federal school anyways. Mm-hmm. So I think her thinking is like, I got to keep it away from this dangerous society, but I'll keep an eye on her from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I liked I liked getting the explanation it's for how the immunity yeah, yeah. worked. And it's interesting. One small thing they changed that, I don't know, it's not really a spoiler, um, is that instead of saying it grows inside the brain mm. in, like they did in the show. In the game, they say around or on the brain. Right. Um, and I think inside, the in the brain makes it a little more like, mm, let's go and dang, gotta yeah, dice it's gonna, that up. It, it's very the similar to like... Back. You gotta dice it. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, uh, if, I'm, if I'm correct in my medicine, and I did go to a, a deli school, um, uh, rabies grows like in the brain. And the only way to test an animal for rabies is to like... Yeah. Get Basically, it after it's dead, check its brainstem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like the same for humans. If, if you if you get bit by an animal and they think you have rabies, they just give you rabies shots because they can't really like test for it very well. Uh, check with your local deli guy to make sure that's true. Um, just but don't get two shots in a row. Don't get two shots in a row. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, this idea that like there is no way to get this out of her without killing her. So we'll put it fully inside her brain yeah. uh, so that you as the audience know like this had to happen. Um, I did. I did like this kind of explanation for immunity. And again, we're thinking this is how it happened. There was no like, I'm Mr. Scientist, and this is exactly how it happened. Yeah, you see these events unfold, and it makes true. a lot of sense. It was that like this is how it could be the most believable yeah. option they could do. Like, yeah. was it uh, airtight? Maybe yeah. not. A There's some questions about like the timing between the bite and cutting the sure. umbilical Unless, cord. Yeah, but if like just enough gets through, but it's also because but what, the just mother enough is of full. What? Fungus? I, of, yeah, whatever. If the virus, like if the virus the moves that fast, which it probably does, and by not like changing you fully, but if it moves through your bloodstream that right. quickly, it could 
make it. And then in a weird, gross way, if it's in the vaginal canal, she could have gone through the secretions on her way out. Mm. I know well, a lot about sex ed. Yeah, because like <laughs> when a baby goes through like the birth canal, right? It's yeah, stuff is put on the baby uh, to like make it more immune to diseases and stuff when it comes out of the womb. It, normally the baby would develop its own blood cells and do all its other things. Eventually it mm-hmm. creates its own, but when it's right. first born, it doesn't, right. but then again, it's a cordyceps. We don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah. Is this like a perfect combination of this woman is pregnant She's full of like extra hormones because of the pregnancy that are being fed to the baby. She has the extra. She gets bit at the right moment. And also, yes, there could be some genetic makeup about this person that all of these things combined, this is the baby that is born immune. It is the most like what we saw is what it is, the immune. There is definitely other immune babies out there. I mean, that. There has to be. Like another pregnant woman was bit. I guarantee it. Like there's other immune babies. And I think your idea, which also my wife, I think immediately had of like, let's get a farm going where you have pregnant babies getting bit all the time. Like that's like, if this was the X-Files, that's season nine of The Last of Us, right? You discover the farm of all these pregnant women. You're like, ah! Just like, just like tied in like that. But, Technically, you'd only have to do that. Whoa! Technically, you might only. Okay, this is dark. Actually, this well, is, there you this do it once. And then you you kill do the it baby once, here. and then the pregnant woman who had no, and then the baby, the baby. who is immune can have immune babies. Theory, we don't know how it works, but I think you also, you just cut open the baby and get the brain, right? You do what you were going to do to Damn, that's that's dark as hell. That's the boys shit. Uh, (laughs) The boys would do that. Cutting open babies' heads. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Let's go to the game changes. (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) All right. Well, just got to shake that off real quick for my brain. All right, we're back, baby. This section is where we talk about the game versus the show. I know I gave hint before but this is the real this is the real if you want to go into the game blind do not watch this section we're talking about it not part two yet not part part two two. no No part two game um so we never see anna in the games uh that is completely new to the show we hear her name through marlene's voice recordings and stuff like that but the whole intro with the giving birth the explanation for ellie's Mm -hmm. immunity is new uh, Ellie gets the knife as a baby for Marlene, or like, you know, Marlene passes it along down the generations. Uh, but a fun fact in the comic, she gets it as a teenager. She gets Ooh. the knife as a teenager. It's just a fun little fact. Uh, something that I was kind of mourning a change about this is that one of my favorite parts of the game is that when we cut to, right after she does the stab, stab, stabby, stabby with David, okay. and it cuts to springtime, they are on that highway, her and Joel. But in the game, Ellie is staring and disassociating at um, like a carve, kind of a carving, a plaque of a deer on the oh, wall. Okay. And I love the symbolism of this because it's just such a moment where you can see the absolute loss of innocence that came from that chapter. Um, because I said this in a trailer breakdown, deers often represent innocence. She has that moment where she mm-hmm. kills the deer right before all the David stuff goes down. And so I really wish they had CGI'd a freaking deer plaque onto a wall. Come on! Sorry. Anyways. Next time. Oh, you still get the disassociating moment, so fine. Um, Joel's attempt to take his own life is also a new concept to the show and a heartbreaking one. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I think line, emotional line of the episode was her saying, I'm glad that didn't uh, work out. And uh, that broke my heart. Heart. Uh, um, some game players ha- there's a, there's a idea that maybe he did this between game players, but that mostly has to do towards his attitude around the subject. Yeah, um, but they it's never, never overtly stated. No, in the they game. never overtly yeah. say that he attempted anything yeah. like that. Um, in the game, there's a whole section where they're going through a tunnel, and then it, the tunnel's filled with water. Ellie can't swim. I thought they, did that ever 
come back in the show? Her no, I thought after they set that up in yeah, episode yeah. two, we would totally see that happen no, again. No, she never, yeah. like, It was the big part of the game. You're constantly having to push her around on a raft, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, so, okay, well, strange. Um, <laughs> but in the game, this moment where they get knocked out results from them going down a flooded tunnel, like hopping cars. Joel gets taken under, right. and then Ellie follows him, and then they basically pass out from being underwater right. too long, and then they wake up to the fireflies pointing guns at them. Or, well, Ellie doesn't wake up. Yeah. Joel wakes up to the fireflies pointing guns at them. Um, and, yeah, in the in the show, there's just a flash bang, and, which is much more effective, it's much more effective, it's yeah. quicker. Uh, the explanation of the infection is new. Also, the surgery process, like I said, inside versus around or on or whatever. Something I noticed which seemed like a weird change to me, but I noticed it. It was very specific right. when Marlene is talking about what the result of the surgery is going to be. In the game, she says they could make a vaccine, Joel, a vaccine. And in the show, they changed it to a cure, oh, Joel, yeah. a cure. That's... That's got to be a pandemic. It's yeah, I think it's like a, a vaccine's a, a very charged word, and they're yeah. like, they don't want to get demonetized on YouTube. Well, I also so think vaccine and vaccine. cure are two different. Yeah, yeah. You define them are very different. Vaccine's not 100%, yeah. but a cure is 100%. Yeah. Right? So they probably in the game were like, yeah, what you going to do? And then now they're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they know what a vaccine is now. <laughs> uh, in the show, a new aspect is when Joel walks away, you see a single tear roll down mm. Mar Marlene's face. You see this is really mm. affecting her. Um, in the game, because we have to follow Joel and Ellie, you don't see this, but you do get a taste of how much she like regrets this, how hard this has been through tape recordings and journals that she leaves and mm. things like that. Um, in the show, well, in the game, uh, the guy that there's only one guy that ushers Joel out of the room and right. shoves him with the gun a couple times. And in order to get the info of where Ellie is out of him, Joel shoots him in the gut a couple times to get that info. And he finally admits, yeah, yeah, like yeah. torches him, and he admits that she's in the pediatric ward. Uh, and then Joel kills him. In the show, he doesn't have any of that. He's literally like, I don't have time for this, and kills him. Right, right. Uh, so. <laughs> I ain't got time. It's all about efficiency in the show. They just gotta get pick it up. You know? Um, in the show, Joel, like how Joel lies to Ellie is a little bit, it's like lengthened. He doesn't mm -hmm. go into raiders attacking the hospital. Um, he doesn't go into any of that. It's it's very kind of brief in the game. A lot of the lines are the same, but the thing about the raiders attacking, that's that's new. Oh, okay. Um, her also asking if Marlene's okay is new in the show. <laughs> but I think that subs out in the game her relationship already being developed with Marlene. Right, right, like, you right. know they, she likes her. So in the show, they had to replace that with dialogue instead. So that makes sense. Um, the, the ending is nearly shot for shot. They go into more detail in their conversations about Sarah. That conversation's a little longer. Um, and the final conversation with Joel and Ellie, where Ellie talks about all of the people that have died, his... All he says in return is something like, he, he's like, I know what survival, survivor's guilt is like, and then she has the last moment. In in the show, he goes on and on about, like, I don't know, something where she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Swear to me, or whatever. Um, and then finally, a big one is right. that in the show, we have confirmation that she had to kill Riley, mm. which we never got in the game. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. This Maybe. is her person she hurt. I would yeah. assume that reference she made a few episodes ago. She straight ago. up said killed. She didn't even yeah, say yeah. hurt this time. She didn't so use the go. euphemism. Yeah. The good speak, if you will. Uh, going through our kill counts real quick. Ellie coming in with one kill uh, posthumously. Uh, uh, she killed Riley in the past. We'll give her the point this time. Uh, Joel having a murderer's row of 18. Golly. Going through the hospital. Sorry, Doc. Marlene? They also, sorry, just to interject. Yeah. 
they've been talking, Druckmann and Neil in their podcast have been talking about how much they wanted to have those people who were killed personified. Right. And they held on that guy's face for mm. yeah, yeah. quite a while. And I feel like that was... These are not just like generic baddies. These are people... This isn't the they use names a lot. They've given yeah. a lot of names yeah. to a lot of these those people are, that you oh, see. 18 die. real people yeah. that he killed. Usually you think if you get a name as an actor, you'll probably live. But not on this show. You get a name, you're dead as, <laughs> dead like, as a doornail. As long as it's a uh, last name. <laughs> Marlene came in with a kill. Um... Being Anna, and then Anna coming in with a killer self being the uh, uh, infected that burst into the house. Before we wrap everything up today, we'll get into some full spoiler talk now. So if you don't want to be spoiled about season two, get out of here. Uh, the major antagonist for The Last of Us Part Two is a girl named Abby. Her dad, Jerry, was the doctor that Joel shoots at the end. We learn in the second game that Marlene also didn't want Ellie to die and fought Jerry on the procedure, but eventually relented because if it's a cure, it's a cure, folks. We also know that Abby was in the hospital that night and finds his body after Joel's rampage. This is all revealed in the second game. Mm. I mention this because one of the nurses in the hospital is played by Laura Bailey. That's my girl. The voice actress that played Abby in the game. A nice little cameo reference for her. Uh, I think it's also worth pointing out that really the only setup for season two is the camera holding on Jerry's head wound for a while before Joel scoops up Ellie, kind of emphasizing this yeah. guy died. This guy is I was really dead. surprised at that. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. have any added. Yeah. I also love, it's it. very similar. I mean, in the game, you have to pull the trigger on the doctor. It's like a very intense kind of moment. And you, I don't know, when when I played it, I kind of took a second because I was like, do I not do this? I don't understand. I like it on the show. He's just like, nope, yeah, dead. No, like, I'm not taking, I don't want to hear your pitch. I don't want to hear your spiel. I, you're dead. Um, um, I have not played the second game, period. Uh, because I didn't want to spoil the first season for me. Right, right. And when my mom watched every spoiler for the second season and has told me everything, mm. she keeps being like, oh my God, they didn't even care about the doctor. They were like, she didn't, she was like, why don't they care about the doctor? Did they know Abby yet? And I was like, no, no one knows <laughs> no Abby No one yet, knows mom. Abby yet. Abby, no one, no one knows Abby yeah. yet. My mom was also speculating earlier that we saw Abby a million yeah. freaking times. I think <laughs> we were also talking about it in Tommy's place. But uh, I, I guess it gives the new audience the same experience as the game players right. got, but I'm just surprised there's, there's no link. Because when they were Unless making the first game, Druckmann didn't know that Abby was going to be the Doctor's right. daughter. He didn't know he'd get like a second that. game. He right. had no idea. Um, but they did know that when making this show. I don't, I'm just, there's, there's I'm just shocked. Uh, we do know the show's getting a second season. Very exciting. Uh, can't wait to see what mm -hmm. they do in it. Uh, I think they had a very successful first season. They already knew really that. Really great adaptation of the video game. I'm really excited to see where the show goes. And I can't believe it's over so quickly. I know. I <laughs> needed this for my health. I wasn't feeling great watching the show. <laughs> but ironically, you need it for your health. It was this. Hey, if you're feeling down, go talk to your jelly doctor today. And see what <laughs> he can slice off of your body don't, and make you feel better. Don't get within three feet of him. <laughs> I'm warning you. Keep the distance between the glass where the meat is shown and him. Okay, that is it for this episode of The Brain. Room. Although The Last of Us has finished it filming, mm -hmm. we do do this show. This show right here. Mm -hmm. Not this show exactly, but The Break Room. Right. Every day live at 3 p.m. You also get The Mandalorian, The Wookiee Leaks. Yeah, yeah we're Wookie doing uh, Wookiee Leaks coverage on The Break Room, so check that out on Wednesday mornings. Uh, you filthy freaks. You filthy Mando you, freaks. You Wookiee Leaks, as Tommy calls you. <laughs> follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow Brandon at Grin and Barrick. Follow Anna at It's Anna Vanston. She pulled that from oh, behind my ear. She pulled it from behind my ear. She's I didn't know Joel was a magician, but I can see his today. Subscribe to the break room wherever you get your podcast, and we'll see you again next Tuesday. Thanks for watching. Endure and survive. Bye. Bye. I need a battery. I need a battery. <laughs>